Alright guys, welcome back to the uh, Be Under Par podcast. This is episode 10, and today we got a good friend of mine, good friend of the shows, Max Cruz here. Um, Max, you do so much amazing stuff, I'm just going to let you introduce yourself. Um, Pretty much, I just make beats, that's all I do. I make art, and I love it, I have a passion for it, you know. Um, been doing it for like, I want to say three years now. Really, all there is to it, you know. Yeah, and I gotta say, you make amazing stuff. There's been times where, out of nowhere, I see a text on my phone. It's an audio file from Max, and I'm like, yo. Yeah, because I know you would appreciate that style. (laughs) (laughs) That's like your go-to thing. I always see posts about it, so I always tell him. You do great work, man. Max, Max. One thing I admire about it, man, is you've been so consistent with it. Like you've been doing it for now, like you said, three years. And that's the key to it, consistency, right? And to be honest, that applies to so many different things. It doesn't just apply to music. It applies to literally any type of passion. I always stress that to anybody in anything. It's just consistency. Consistency is key, man. So how have you actually, I think we were talking to Dylan Amory, who we had on the podcast a few episodes ago, and he was actually talking about um, how you capitalized on the fact that you know during coronavirus during this pandemic a lot of people were forced to be at home right so you took that as an opportunity to kind of really delve even further into your craft right yeah i basically like shelled myself and didn't come out my room just like literally was like ordering like boxes of snacks off the am off the amazon and just stay in my room with my headphones on because i couldn't like use my speakers because everybody couldn't go outside of course it's like in the beginning of quarantine so i was just you know hours on end my ears like bleeding just making beats it was crazy sometimes that's all it takes you know you gotta keep on going no literally just like push yourself to that breaking point with like breaks in between of course but i don't know it was fun during that time working towards it instead of getting it i'm not even there yet but like working towards it is always fun and I, awesome. I gotta say that work definitely paid off because like the stuff i hear the stuff you send me it's professional grade quality already thank you, thank like you, you yeah. i can't say it enough you make great stuff man thank you that's awesome so like for somebody like me i have no clue i have like literally less than zero clue how how you go about making a, a beat like what what kind of software you use what what is the what is the process for you how's that how's that break it down for me a little bit all right so basically music nowadays um is made in a DAW, also known as a digital audio workstation and that's literally just like uh like adobe premiere anything like that that's basically what it is it's like your own studio inside your computer and it's a program where you can program literally anything they just have um vsts which stands for virtual studio technology so those big like hardware synths you see in these professional studios all compressed into this one little software on the computer now that's that's why it makes it easy for all these you know, 16-year-olds, and they're getting younger by the minute, to just make, like, these crazy hits from literally a laptop. Not even, like, a MacBook or anything. You can make it off of, like, a HP laptop. Like, it's just crazy. That's awesome. So what was your first inspiration to even start making beats? Like, was there anybody in your life personally, or was it more so, like, you know, somebody you saw on TV, somebody you, you know, I uh, think social media? Yeah, I always thought about that. I think it just roots back to, like, my love for music that I didn't know I had, because, like, I'd be listening to music in the car when I'm, like, seven. 
I have this like one distinct like memory of when I'm listening to like American Boy by like Kanye and that one girl. I don't know what it was, but like I was just like so like astonished by that beat, and I was just always pay attention to like the little details, but didn't know why, and that's what really like got me into it. But if there was any like true person I could like say like why I got into producing, it'd probably be like Kanye. That's easily. Awesome. He is he's a genius as far as like producing and making beats and I yeah, I hear that again and again and this is coming from again someone with little to no knowledge of what it takes but just from everything that I've heard so yeah his the way he thinks about things right no yeah his mindset is what really like drives you crazy him and um, Pilot Creator really that's what really like pushed me to get into beats that's awesome and producing and just like thinking outside the box besides rap like. And just having like an appreciation for music before you start appreciating like you know everything that comes with like that side of the industry so okay so that's a good one like how do you what's a playlist look like for you like what's a playlist that you typically so besides the hip-hop or anything like what would you're just saying so besides that what kind of music motivates you to make beats right because that's first like you're talking about Kanye West I think hip-hop and you think just the ability to produce but like there's a lot that goes into that. Usually artists have multiple inspirations. It's not one genre of music. So what are what are some, you got anything off the top of your head that like inspires you music-wise? That would maybe. Yeah, um, so earlier back in the day, I used to listen to like weird like indie music. So like Mac DeMarco type of stuff or like, um, I'm trying to think. Recently, I've been listening to like a lot of weird pop music. <laughs> like I love 2010's pop before like like cut off year like 2015 but 2008 to like 2015 pop music i think is like the greatest pop music ever created all right hit me with some names on those (laughs) no just like songs like um like replay and like um i don't know rihanna's run like those songs and production wise and like the justin bieber craze like you'll never get that sound again just that like cliche like corny sound that you love so much because you have like this like bright um memory associated with it i don't know it's just so like pretty to me yeah that's what kids our generation grew up to that's what yeah that's what i grew up yeah i'm like in first grade listening to this music so like that's like the song i'm always repeating and annoying my mom with so like i love that music that's awesome um other than that yeah i've been listening to like um crazy pop artists like you know techno type of stuff just because, like, I like the sense in it and stuff. Um, cool. I like, like, Tame Impala, too. He's cool. Um, alternative rap is, like, the distant, like, weird rap that I can listen to that doesn't, like, counter rap, I guess you could say. Um, I don't know. It's hard for me to talk about anything other than rap because that's all I listen to, but... Yeah, no, that's cool. I mean, I'll branch out into, um, like, old 70s stuff, like um, Marvin Gaye. Stuff that's like yeah, music that's yeah. yeah, I love that. Or um, 90s R&B, I love 90s R&B. Yeah, man, that's my stuff. That's my generation. Um, I was still a little kid in the 90s, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's awesome. Um, now we were just talking about before we went live. We were talking about the fact that you were actually headed to LA. Yes, I am this Saturday. Actually, that's dope, man. So what are you what are you planning on doing there? What's what's your what's your plans? Why are you headed to LA? Um, well, it was all it was really just like out of nowhere it just hit me with, but it's really because of um, 
a local um, engineer and producer who um, you know got out of the city on himself. His name's Ian. Ian Francis, also Ian French, um, you know, went to Gilbert, graduated around like 2013, 14 on third class. And you know, um, he's pretty well in the, in the industry. He's like my mentor right now. Dope. And um, he came back to Winstead during, I wanna say November, December. And ever since then we've been locked in. He told me that, you know, I see like the potential with you, but I'm going out to LA, literally. I'm, this is just temporary, like I'm going out to LA. Um, pretty soon you should come with me and I was like why not like you know you just gotta branch out and just take risks so I said why not so I'm staying out there for a month in a loft with him and some other friends that's awesome and bonus you can do all your classes online too so no I know it's like crazy the time we're in but it works so well for this opportunity that's awesome so have you ever been out to LA you ever you traveled at all or is this like I've never been to LA, but I've been to Florida a couple times, Canada, a fair amount of times. For odd, like, I've been in Toronto for so like three vacations. Nice. My family loves going there. I don't know why. <laughs> Little uh, Drake inspiration out there. Yeah. So I wanted to I want to circle back to like something you said earlier about you taking inspiration from Kanye and Tyler, and I think to really make you big in like the producing game. You gotta have like something that makes you pop, and I think something about like Kanye and Tyler both is the way they use like vocals in an instrumental way within their beats. So like, I gotta ask you like, what's what do you think is your thing? Like, what makes a what makes a Max track a Max Kruger track? <laughs> um, you see, I've been trying to answer that myself for a while, and to be honest, I don't think I'm at that point yet. And I think that's a good thing because I still want to keep like going through all my styles before I really develop one. But if I had to describe my track, I want it to just be like unorthodox and beautiful. That's all I want it to be. I just want it to hit and sound like something you never heard before. Yeah, that's and awesome. that's one thing I pick up when I listen to your stuff. And if I were to say anything, like it's the it's the real instruments, the way like. When you worked with uh, Gus and you were doing like all the guitar stuff, yeah. like the way you implemented like the real instruments and like it, it didn't sound as like technically produced, you know? I thought yeah, that was yeah, really yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah, like a lot of people, because I said you're working on a computer nowadays, like it's all like programmed and like, um, I don't know what the word is, like stiff, I guess you could say. It's all stiff, like it's all like robotic, you know? Humans, when we play, it's all, you know, it's not gonna be on beat. So, a little imperfection in there. Yeah, it, it doesn't hurt. If anything, it just makes it way better. Way better. Um, that's why that those trackouts with Gus came out kind of fire. And I definitely need to like link up with him again. Yeah. Him and his brother actually. I didn't know his brother was so good too. Yeah, those were those are really cool. And yeah. they're they're great musicians alone. I mean they are. They are. Talk about locking in on your craft. They've been playing guitar for what? Since Probably since they came out the womb. <laughs> That's what it yeah. seems like. Their room. Oh, we like, see videos of them. Yeah. yeah, their pedal work. Oh my god. So now, when you say Gus, who is this guy? Because I've I've heard the name. It's like a couple brothers that play. Right? Yeah. Was so it? um, they actually have a band that my buddy Devin was in, uh, Chronic Rhythm, and so their concert was the first rock concert I ever went to, and I can honestly say it was the best concert I've ever went to. It was in the Five Points Gallery in Torrington, and it was just a little, like, like there's pre-COVID, there's a bunch of people. Um, and, uh, 
like all packed into this room, four guys on stage, and it was probably the best rock music I've heard live in my life. I get Green Day, Green Day vibes when I listen yeah, to them. Like, yeah, Green Day. Yeah, really punk rock. But um, yeah, he's he's a local kid too. Graduated in my class, me and Connor's class actually, and uh, he's always he's always been ridiculously smart, and um, he's always played the guitar. I've never seen him without a guitar, so he's a really talented kid. So you guys collabed. I'd love to hear that song. Um, or I'd love to hear those beats with the. So you're saying some live music with the the beats that you created. Yeah, we just collabed. Yeah, we just did. A, I just literally like it was kind of cool. I got to like direct him for like the kind of sound I really wanted to him play out of his guitar, and I just recorded all that. And then once we were done, I just went home and just did my thing. That's how I laid it down. That's yeah. awesome. So. Who, so we talked about like a little bit of inspiration, but like what's a day look like? So break me, break it down for me. Like what's a day you were, t- you were saying, you just like right at the beginning of the pandemic, you locked yourself in your room, you throw on your headphones and you're just, but like what goes into that whole process, right? So give me a little, little preview into that process, how you go about making that beat. Um, so I'll open my laptop, obviously, and it all depends on like what mood I'm feeling. Like if I'm feeling sad, I'll go sad. If I'm feeling happy, I'll go happy. If I'm feeling like angry, I'll just make something like hard. That's um, awesome. With um, production nowadays, you know, there's things called like loops. So like it makes it very easy. Like loops are like um, any type of melody out there in the world, and they're just free basically sometimes. Or like people make loops and they'll send them to you. So I have a lot of friends that make loops, so send them to me. And I'll just click through them, and whatever vibe I'm really feeling, that's where I'll start off. And then I'll just lay down, you know, drums over them. Or if I want to start from scratch, I'll make my own using um, VSTs. And, you know, whatever vibe I'm really, like, feeling in my heart, like, that's what I go for. I'll never, like, that's a problem. Like, you know, you get inspired, but you never, some people will get too inspired and don't even realize that, you know, they're kind of ripping a sound. I heard someone say that, I think it was, um, I don't know who said it, but like you start to like bite a sound once you become inspired. So I try to um, never listen to music before I cook up because <laughs> you know I'll unintentionally rip them off and I don't even know that. You know, it's like bias. I don't know. That makes sense though. That makes sense because if you have that fresh like music in your in your mind, if you have that fresh beat in your head, you you're gonna be more prone to make something that's similar to that, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I try not to do that. Yeah, also I feel like if you you, you were saying you go off your emotion, um, that makes it like really diverse. Like you you have like happier song like beats like that are more light and like harder ones. I feel like that's good for your overall uh and I, I I think you know, like if you go off your emotions, like that's how more the hits are made because it's it's real. Like it's you can feel the passion yeah, in it. That's why, you know, you look at like um any type of artist in the world, like, you know, like painters or like musicians you know they always say like they're always so happy in the media or like they're like severely depressed but like you know that stuff comes from like from within so like that's where like the hits are made when they're like down yeah. down bad probably like they'll be down bad yeah look at tyler he, he's all over the place he goes from like mad angry now he was his last uh, album it was like all happy yeah. yeah no yeah that's where hits are made from like deep within the soul like the greatest love songs i bet you they got their heart broken that's those peaks and those valleys yeah so right now like who would you say besides yourself is your favorite producer out um 
probably probably Weezy. Um, this guy named Weezy. Um, Weezy out of here. If you know him by that. Um, he's crazy. Craziest shot I've ever heard in my life. Um, other than that, my boy JJ. JJ turned me up. He's my he's like my dog through this all, my right hand man. And we he just keeps me going because we just send beats back and forth and just like wow we inspire each other type shit. It's just crazy. Um, industry producers. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, this one producer TM88. He's signed the 808 Mafia. He's crazy. He's like another big inspiration of mine because he'll take like just crazy samples from like you know like um same with wheezy they'll sample like bollywood you know like indians yeah. like yeah. you know their hollywood and just like flip into like you know your modern day trap song like yes indeed by drake bollywood sample was it really, really? yeah <laughs> very weird i don't know it's just crazy you don't the stuff you hear in today's music if you knew what went into it it's just crazy where they get inspired from do you do a lot of sampling yourself? Or? Yeah, that's that's what I mean when I say kind of my big inspiration because like sampling was where I start off. Because when I got into producing, that's like what I wanted to know. How do I sample? Basically, I need to know how to sample. So that's like my go-to. And Kanye's arguably the greatest sampler, sampler of all time. <laughs> no Without question. A doubt in yeah. my mind. I mean, you think of like uh, Power. He he sampled twenty-first century schizoid man off an obscure British band from 1969 and mm -hmm. made it into arguably one of his best songs of all time. It's amazing. It's true. That and, um, there's another track off that album. The one with the guitar. Um, Devil yeah, in a New Dress? No, no, not that one. That one's, um, it's like, uh, have you lost your mind? Oh. No, 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 that one. Yeah. Very weird. It's like Iron Man. The, the sample's called Iron Man. Uh, um, oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, I'm struggling. Dude, I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, oh, my God. Hell of a Life. Yes, Hell of a thank life. you. Oh, that's a good song. Man. Hell of a Life. Yeah, it's sampled by, I don't know, there was a nurse. I don't know what it was, but, like, there was, like, a weird rhyme kids used to run around saying something about Iron Man or something like that to that tune. Or to that melody, and I guess he sampled that from like some band in like the seventies. I don't know. That was crazy to me though. The ability for you to like elicit emotion from music is like you were saying. So you you were talking about like as a kid, you have pop music that takes you to a certain place, right? Makes you make that memory with a song, right? It's like. There's nothing more, because I can think about it right now, like 10 years ago, right? I could think of a, one of the best summers I ever had, and I can think of an album that just was absolutely amazing and just had this tremendous effect on me. Like, um, was it Thank Me Later, I think, from Drake? That album, to me, will always be a great album, just for the sheer fact of what was going on. Like, I was having a great summer, I'm like listening to that album, and I'm like, all these good memories rush up when I start, when I throw on one of those songs. So that's like a powerful thing to be able to, when you create a beat, when you create, you're creating, when you do a good job at it, you're creating something, you're creating a memory for someone possibly, which is such a powerful thing because like, think about what you just said. You said that, you know, whether you're happy, you're gonna make a different beat, whether you're sad, whether you're angry, 
whatever you're going through maybe you're you know maybe you just got your heart broke maybe you're in love whatever that thing is though it's going to come out in your beat so that's a pretty amazing like you wield like a power with that because you can captivate people really and that's that's a pretty I, I, and to this point i haven't even gotten a chance tyler after this is going to have to share some of your uh some of your work because and we actually want to share that with uh, anyone that's listening too so where's some place that we can we can find some of your work uh yeah so right now um, you know just any songs that drop hopefully i'll get more placements that'll drop soon but like i have those posts on my instagram and um so what's your instagram uh max two x's kruger k-r-u-g-e-r-r all right, we'll tag you in the, yeah. we'll make a post for it, we'll tag you. Yeah, no, I dropped the E from the original Cougar. Cool. <laughs> well, um, but we'll tag you in the post, and uh, so you were saying you have a couple coming? Sorry, I didn't cut you off. Uh, yeah, and um, along with that, I also have a BeatStars, which is like a online network to like purchase beats if you're like an up-and-coming rapper. Um, you know, you can just sell them on there, so like, I'll sell them on there too. And now, how does that work? That seems pretty cool. Is it like a Fiverr almost for, are you familiar with that? Like a Fiverr, but for like guys that want beats? Like, do they want to, do they come to you and buy your, something that you've produced so that um, they can use it or no? How, yeah, that, how do you mean? I mean, if that's what, I'm not sure what Fiverr is, but I'm, if that's what it's like, then yeah. Um, it's literally just like a, any type of marketplace. Really. Gotcha. That's all it is. It makes it very simple for people to just go on there and they'll literally, it has like a front page and all this, like what's trending, like. They'll create playlists for people to go, oh, if you want this type of beat, oh, here's a whole playlist that we threw in here, you know, and has all these budgets for all up-and-coming artists or just people that just want to buy beats for some reason. Nice. And it just makes it really easy for up-and-coming artists and rappers and all that type of stuff. Now, is your, is your stuff selling? Are you successful on this marketplace? Um, I haven't started to, like, truly, like, push for that, but um, I'm probably when I'm in L.A., we're going to push that all the way through for That's sure. Awesome. So what's um we were talking about this earlier, but what's what's like the typical day for Max Cruz? Like what what do you do on a daily basis? Like um, waking up to bedtime. What's what's going on? Well, right now is school. All right, so I wake up at like typical day, um, seven forty-five or like eight, depending on what class I have. You know, go through the motions of school, which is, you know, sometimes, like, paying attention. Other times, you know, putting them just on mute and just making stuff with my headphones on. Or, um, but once school ends, you know, if I'm feeling, like, inspired, I'll go straight to the computer. Because yeah. usually no one's home at that point. And I'll yeah. just, like, boot up, turn on my secrets on, and just, like, go throughout the whole entire house, like, making beats. And I'll just go till I just feel drained. After that, you know, just do some. I do something, like, music unrelated, like, I won't. I don't like to go out the house much, just because of the fact that like I don't know. I get inspiration from like being in front of my desk. I don't know if that makes sense. But, yeah, I got you. Um. Yeah, anything music unrelated, I do after that. I'll do you know I'll play, um, PlayStation or I'll watch a movie or like Narcos or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, but if I'm not making music, I'll. Or if I just feel like I can't make music, which is like beat blocks, which is like the same as like, like a writing block, writing, writing yeah. block, yeah, same thing. I'll do anything music unrelated. It's the best way to overcome it. Get your mind off of it for a little bit. Best gotcha. way, yeah. That's crazy. That you're still doing this with like while you're in school. That's wild to me. Yeah, like, you like, just hate it. <laughs> they hate it. 
so much, but it's whatever. No, you're following your passion, you know? And usually, I'd say kids stay in school, but if you got as much talent as this kid, go for it, man. Follow your dream. <laughs> <laughs> no, any type of passion, I feel like you should go after it, no matter what it is. Yeah. I mean, and when you really think about it now, just at any point in life, like now especially, more than more than any other time if you if you already have a passion that that's i think that's the hard part too like right finding something that you're passionate about for most people they don't know what that is yeah i have a lot of friends that come to me and they say i wish i just had passion i feel bad but yeah. i want to like just like give them you know hob- i always just say find a hobby but like not come out explicitly say like a hobby i just say like find something to like you know put your work into and that's what one of the things i'm grateful for you know knowing what i want to do that's, yeah. There's just so many people that don't know what to do. So if you know what to do, be grateful for that. It's yeah. True. Just keep working. I mean. And at your age, not a lot of people can say, this is what I want to do. Like, I know what I'm going to do. So it's pretty cool Dumb to see man. that. Guidance counselors as kids, when we were going through high school, it would be like, you get, the high, you get to college and you're going to change your career twice. That's the average kid changes his career in, high, in college twice. Yeah. That's, that's wild. And you were, you were what, 16, 17? 18 now. Oh, 18 I now? just turned 18 a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Nice. A little weird, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you already know what you're doing, you know? Yeah. So, it's, like, starting off, how did you really, like, learn? Because I've opened up FL Studio before, <laughs> and I look at it, and, like, my brain starts splitting, and I want to cry, yeah. and there's really not much else I can do besides that. So, like, how do you start navigating, like, this technology? <sighs> to be honest, dude... It was like early, no, not early, late 2017, I want to say around December, November, I don't know. And I think I was having a conversation with Devin, sure, and I was like, we were just talking about like how beats are made or something like that. And I just like was so intrigued. I was like, why have I never like gone into this? Like I always thought about when I was little, like, oh, how's this made? How do they do that? Blah, blah, blah. So I watched like a quick YouTube video on it. And I was like, oh, this looks easy. And I had a MacBook at the time from my father. So I was like, oh, let me just go in GarageBand, you know, fuck around. And it was just so hard, so hard to figure out what to do. So I was just like tapping and inputting things on like the um, trackpad, thinking like, oh, this is hard. It was terrible, just terrible. And I would like send it off to like Devin showing off and stuff like that. But, you know, it was more of like in spurts I would get on there. And like, you know, every like two weeks I would just get on there and do something. But it got to the point where it was like I was on there every day. And I was watching like 30 minute YouTube videos on like how to do this, how to do that. And then I realized what FL Studio was like into early 2018. And I was like, oh, let me just download this. So I downloaded like some like shitty crack off of like Reddit onto my MacBook. Gave me so many viruses. Regret it to this day. But no, I don't regret it. No. And from there, it just took off. I was just like on there every day learning like the ins and outs. It's slow at first. Like, I can see what you mean, like, splitting into two when you first got on there, because it looks like, you know, calculus. But I just stuck with it, to be honest. And throughout that whole summer of 2018, it was just a learning curve, really. That's what it was for me. It was a learning process. So, like, learning it, was that just you diving headfirst into the program? Did you use, like, any outside tools, any outside people, or was it just you attacking the program? Um, It was a combination of me... Um, attacking it and learning all the tools because that's the best way to learn and YouTube YouTube has everything for anything just use YouTube 
YouTube. That's all I have to say. YouTube. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. sounds that sounds it's like a, a repeat of what uh, uh, yeah. I'm Dylan. Name, Dylan. Dylan. Uh, yeah. Dylan had actually uh, Dylan Amory had mentioned. He said YouTube is key. Yeah, it is. It's so key when you're starting off. I don't use YouTube anymore because like you know at this point it's all of like a I'll, I know what I'm gonna do when I log on. Yeah. And like I want to find out these. It's so fun learning every day and finding new stuff on your own. But when you're starting off, YouTube is like the greatest teacher ever. And so many people forget that the internet is free. Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't agree point. with you more because when I even, I had a brief phase of trying FL Studio, I did not make it as far as you, but um, even like when I started editing videos, and loading up Premiere Pro, I'm looking at it and I'm like, all right, someone on YouTube knows what they're doing because they've made videos like this. Yeah. Watch YouTube for two to three hours, then jump in and then I don't completely stop watching YouTube, but like now I'm like, okay, I know the basics. Let's figure out the advanced stuff myself. So it's really cool, man. Yeah, it's just as simple as the how, how to. That's all it is. Yeah. Was there like a single point where you're like, all right, I'm gonna start doing this for like this is this is gonna be the thing I'm gonna do? You said you were doing it sporadically for a yeah, while. Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. Um, I think there was. Yeah, I remember like sitting at in front of my mirror. I had this big like ugly dresser that I would have my laptop rest on. I was just like laying down uh, on my laptop and I was looking at it. I was like sitting next to a fake notebook, taking fake notes on it. And I was like, nah, I'm gonna I'm a really invest in this shit and, and I'm gonna actually like take this shit serious. Yeah. I remember sitting down myself. I think it was like January or something, 2018. I remember saying that to myself. Jeez, that's mad young to just like, <laughs> no, I'm gonna do this. Oops. What's up, Connor? They may have asked us that. I said you guys might have asked this already, but how did you uh, how'd you pick your name? Oh, all right. So I've been like thinking of a name for so long, um, but like I re I like previously like lived on Elm Street, and you know, Nightmare on Elm Street. You know, I've never like watched. <laughs> oh, I mean, at I that it. point when I picked it, I never watched it because like as a baby, like you know, I was. <laughs> I was watching I was just watching it I was like wow like I live on Elm Street like Freddy Krueger like why would I that not like come on yeah like so I just said Max Krueger and I dropped the E because Krueger yeah. so I was like that's fire so why not <laughs> yeah that's that's actually really dope um there's actually one like distinct conversation I remember having with you and just like this is a compliment to your drive um you were in eighth grade and i was a sophomore and i don't know why we were in the same classroom i think it's because you were just around us and um oh it's probably um geometry <laughs> geometry that's yeah, what it was geometry. that's what it was he's really good at math so yeah oh yeah i remember that you were like always like dumb good in pre-cal <laughs> yeah. I, yeah i don't know math man <laughs> <laughs> me and her get along I'd rather, I'd rather be good at math than english <laughs> all honesty yeah. but yeah so we were talking me you and Devin and I, I remember you just saying like this, this audio production man these beats like I want to make beats for a living someday and now now I'm seeing you how many years later you, so four or five years later and you're doing it you're going out to LA man you, you haven't given up and I'd love to see it dude I'm glad you're telling me that because I have no recollection <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're telling me that yeah. That makes me happy hearing stories about myself. So like 
Because I try so hard to think of, like, wow, when did I say this? Did I ever think about that? And, like, I don't know. It just helps. Yeah, it, it stuck in my head because I was like, man, I've, I've never met a kid this young, this driven about something he knows he wants to do. In eighth grade, knowing what you – I didn't even know who I was in eighth grade, you know? And knowing what you want to do for the rest of your life, it's crazy, man. It's crazy stuff. Well, the best part about that is just seeing how, like, you know, how, like, my mindset – well, like, mine as an example, like, will carry over and inspire other people to do whatever they want. Like, my, like one of my best friends, um, Hayden, he didn't know what to do for so long. And then he's always been, like, you know, messing around with, like, jeans and shit for, like, the longest. And now he's finally, like, to, like, do his own, like, crafty denim and selling it online for, like, you know, a couple hundred dollars. And he's, like, picking it off finally. And he's just saying, like, I really just have to thank you for this shit because, like, I see you working every night non-stop for the past two years since we've been friends and all that other stuff and like you really inspired me and that just helps you as like a person to just grow that's awesome you want to give Hayden a shout out real quick yeah go follow Hayden or go follow Hayden's brand um opaque dot world on Instagram best denim in the game that's awesome Connor what do you got that kind of goes along with what uh Dylan was saying you know just seeing people from our town doing things is awesome and it inspires other people to keep going at it you know yeah cause it sucks you know this town you know I, I mean <laughs> this town doesn't like have very many creators like we have a lot of creators but there's very many that you know have to drive for it so it's nice to see like the people around me this year and within like your class and our age gap and group yeah. they're finally like you know putting, coming together as one yeah I feel like our like Winstead has like a, like a stigma, but like the younger generation of Winstead is starting to bring it up. Like we're we're starting to make moves to get not just get out, but like bring stuff back to here. Like good, like like you can do it, you know. Yeah, it's sad. Like I see it, you hear it all the time growing up. Like everybody in Winstead just always talks about how like people in Winstead never do anything. Yeah, just yeah, we're we're always like the little brother of regional, you know. Yeah, yeah well, not even that. It's just like. They always want to say, like, oh, we're going to, you know, grow up doing all this other stuff. We're going to be raggies. That word is we're so We're going to be working toxic. at McDonald's. I don't yeah. even want to hear that word. It's just so toxic. Like, that mindset, I don't yeah. want to hear it. Like, the only person holding yourself back is yourself. Exactly. That's huge. Yeah, you bring up a good point. Mindset is everything, right? So, when you're not making beats, how do you how do you stay positive? How do you, how do you up your mindset? Like, what's a... Is there anything that you do personally to make sure that you stay on that positive mindset? Is that it? Um, yeah, I love um, I love movies and TV shows, but I love so I always like go through like I have so many subscriptions, so I'll just watch like my favorite shit. But like, you know, I get really inspired from like the shit I watch, and I'll just take like little like um, like I guess the word is nuggets of like I don't know what that term is that phrase is, but like um quotes from people in shows because like you really get to see how it all plays out people forget like the concept of like tv shows and movies like it's supposed to show you how like these like role models in the movies and how like their decisions affect them and you can really just apply like their decision making to your own life but people fail to realize that and that's where i get a lot of inspiration from for like who i am as a person you know just directly from movie and tv shows that's good um outside of that um, I don't know. Not really much I do. 
I mean, outside of like, you know, I used to play soccer. Um, Max, what's your golf experience? <laughs> you know all about my golf experience. Um, this kid's the I, one that I was there all two of the times. <laughs> yeah, you were. Um, CB Golf was there to guide me through the training course along with. Oh yeah, that night. Yeah, that night. <laughs> we don't talk about that night. I don't know if we can talk about that night. Nah, we can. I mean, okay. they can't. They can't fire us anymore. <laughs> we were whipping some golf carts around. Yeah, <laughs> recklessly. Um, yeah, a little. I mean, yeah, yeah, we were whipping them. Nah, golf is fun. Oh my god. Yeah, no, I would definitely go golf. Was the yeah. fire pick that came out of that night? Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of hurt that I lost my um, Tyler Crater golf jersey. Um, that that sh- that shit was fire. Now it's literally fire. But like, <laughs> bro, like that jersey was sick. Oh my god. But no, I would definitely go golfing again. All right, so we'll have to get you out there this uh, this Yeah, we we got a couple kids coming out. We got uh, David David Castillo. David, yeah, that's like ba- that's basically my family. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. he we we were uh, just talking to him the other day. He's coming out. Uh, he got a new set of golf clubs. <laughs> he's getting ready. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> You should see how fast that kid swings the club. Oh my god. This is crazy. That platinum power, bro. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me started, bro. His dad, I don't know if you ever met his dad. Oh yeah, played basketball with him. Yeah, I grew up with him. Seeing that kid, that guy just tower over you when you're like five years old. Oh my god, bro. I can see why he turned out the way he is. Oh my god, bro. <laughs> yeah. Hector. He's a good dude. Um. So you're excited about this upcoming trip. You seem like you got a really positive outlook. You've been grinding now for three years, and most recently this year, in a year where you could have decided to like do anything, like waste your time, not not really invest. But now, hopefully, this trip is kind of an opportunity to kind of like springboard you even even more, right? Like make it advance more, right? Because you've you've obviously taken the opportunity. You've gotten the opportunity. This is really, truly, this year, you can take it as a loss. You can take it as, you know, make excuses as to why you can't work at your craft. Or you can take and you can optimize and be like, hey, I'm going to make the best of, you know, a tough situation. And it seems like you're doing that. So where do you envision yourself? So if we flash forward, right, five years from now, ten years from now, where do you, where do you hope to be? Where do you, where do you envision yourself? with producing and just what's it look like give us a give us a little preview of what you where you hope to be where you envision yourself i'm all for one for manifestation so all i hope to envision myself is to be somewhere making beats in a studio happy regardless of how much money i'm making regardless of who i know how deep i am into the industry i just hope that i'm happy and that i'm making music that's all i hope but if I had to choose, I definitely hope that, you know, I'm well established in the industry and, you know, I'm definitely getting paid for my craft. That's all I that's all I really hope five years from now. That's a beautiful thing, man. I definitely um five years from now I'm not gonna be living here. I I will put that, you know <laughs> on everything. I'm definitely not going to be but like that's right just, there with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Um probably LA if I had to Most likely LA though it's looking like. Alright, well you get a taste of it coming up. You'll see uh see what you think of it. Oh, get yeah. a little preview. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I like it. 
biggest. Hey, can, we, can we get Max's per tag on here, Tyler? Can I think we can. We can we can plug it at the end. <laughs> what is your producer yeah, I, tag? Do you have one? Um, I do, but I'm not really a big fan of it. I've been looking for a new one, you know. Um, hopefully from a new artist. Um, right now it's just some corny saying, Max made this shit. I don't really like it, but like, do what you gotta do. I've been taking my tag off a lot of these because like, you know, at the end of the day it's art. Some songs get ruined with the tag, so I just take it out. So, if you had like a list of artists, like someday you want to work with, you want to make a beat for, like, who's your who's your five? My five. <laughs> I'll just do this out of order. Um, definitely future. Um, you put me in a tough spot, Tyler. <laughs> I mean, even with the first one, I can I can see future rapping over yeah, your beats. Definitely see future. Um. We asked the challenging questions here on Beyond Your Podcast. Clearly, I mean, <laughs> oh, Chief Keef, that's two. Nice. Chief Keef's biggest. Fun fact, Chief Keef listens to our podcast. Really? Does he really? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah, he definitely pulled it. <laughs> nah, Chief Keef does. <laughs> um, let's see, on that two? I don't know if I could pick Kanye, but not. I don't know, man. You know, maybe old Kanye. If I get old Kanye <laughs> to come out, you know, maybe I could bring him if up. If Kanye box. gets his stuff under control, you're saying you'll work with him. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, hopefully he doesn't hear this, but like, yeah, maybe. Where you at, Kanye? That's all. <laughs> you know? Who's the real Kanye? Kanye. Who's the real, the real Kanye? Kanye? If you need to talk, we're here, man. We I'm can just talk it out. And get you on a track. I'm here for you. <laughs> open arms. Um. What about big fan? Uh, both of us are Westside Gun. You're gonna produce a track for him. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, my main style is not his type of style. Well, you know. Hey, I'm gonna step outside the, his norm, man. No, that's true. I mean, that New York sound is bubbling. It's crazy what yeah. they're doing with that sound. I do love him and like Benny the Butcher. That that shit goes crazy hard. I don't know how they do it, but um, you know, hopefully one day. I really want to finish this question. I don't know how, though. Oh my god. We gotta get some uh, some of these tracks. We gotta get some of the some of your produced beats uh, rocking in the uh, performance center. I want to get a little yeah 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 work, a little morning yeah. workout right next right oh, next door. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, a little morning workout. So. No, yeah, I could definitely slide we, some over. Yeah. We need some track music for our YouTube videos too. Yes, New sir. Intro music. Intro yeah. music? Oh yeah, I'm the jock for that. <laughs> that's that's slight word. I like it. So you leave on Saturday for LA. This is the next venture. You said I asked, you know, are you looking forward to it? And your first words were, Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, but I'm viewing this as a business. You know? Like your your I I liked your initial like mindset to it. It wasn't like, Yeah man, I can't wait to hit the beach or you know. It was it was straight business. Like that that's uh that was the first impression. So you're taking it serious. This is an opportunity for you. Um 
and any opportunity for growth anytime you know anytime something you know it seems like you're you're not nervous about this but it seems like you're you're ready yeah so yeah. I felt I, it's just crazy because you know my mother when I first told her she was like oh you're going on vacation why do you want to go on vacation I was like no don't don't even jack that first of all because like I don't know it's not even like I don't know like I like didn't even want to pack, pack my PlayStation you know my, my mother that's the first question she asked me she's like oh you gonna pack it I was like no because like, I just don't want any distractions like the way I just want to look into it it's just like it's like a make or break situation type thing like I gotta go out here and do as much work as I can and meet as many people and just get them to know who I am awesome. within a month. So it feels like, you know, I don't know, it feels like schoolwork. Like, this is like the biggest assignment I gotta complete for a grade. Like, I gotta do this. So does that make you, does that get you hyped at all? Does that get you a little nervous? Is that? Oh, nervous for sure. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> That's good, man. That's good, yeah. though, yeah. But, um, I don't know, it just makes you want it more in a sense. I just want to go out there and just do my thing, you know, inspire. That's all you can do, right? Yeah. Give it, give it everything you got, like you have been doing for the past couple of years. Can I put a hypothetical on the table for you? Yeah. <laughs> Eight oh eight mafia boss walks out to you in LA. Run, you just happen to run into each other. It's a south side. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, "Man, I love your stuff." He's like, "I want to sign you. Stay." Oh yeah, for sure. Like, are we taking that? Instantly leave everything. <laughs> no Not go to college. No. Was it gonna sound like you too, Tyler? Is that exactly how he's gonna sound? Oh like yeah, for No, I definitely <laughs> wouldn't sound like that. <laughs> Way more aggressive than that. Knowing who he is, but no, instantly I would not even look back. When Ian first even brought the proposition to me of like going to LA, I was like, "Where you're going to LA? I'll start looking at flights right now." Like I was all about it from the jet. Because, like, my friend JJ, he always told me, like, you know, we can't get anywhere without risk. You That's true, man. Yeah, you know, you see all these stories and read all these stories about, like, people who have been, like, you know, sleeping on couches for, like, the past, like, like, Tyler. Like, Tyler was sleeping on, like, his grandma's couch for, like, five years or something like that yeah. when he was making Goblin. And that just blew out, out of yeah. nowhere, you know? It's, pe it's the stories like that that really keep you going. And one of, like, my biggest problems, well, biggest problems with, like, being like a youth is like you hear those stories when you're like you know 11 through like 14 and, you, and I always just think like all those like stories are like cringy to hear about and it's just crazy hearing like all these like cringy stories that I heard and that adults would say like those corny phrases they did all make sense now yeah, yeah. it's so weird they it's, just all make sense now it's crazy how it all comes full circle man like you think these stories they're but like they did happen you know you know, Tyler lied to his mom about going to school when he was really just going to a studio every day and making a whole album, and mm -hmm. it exploded, so. <laughs> Without any risk, there is little to no opportunity to succeed greatly, right? So anything that you want to be really good at, there's going to be a, a big risk. So, but what better to take a risk at than something you're actually truly passionate about, right? Yeah. Something that you actually, so right now, I wanna say, if you come back from LA, cause I'm, I'm just gonna pose it like that, it seems like, you know, if, if the, however the car, cards may fall, like, you may not be coming back. There's a possibility if, if it all works out, how you, you know, 
best case scenario, maybe you might not be coming back. You might get an opportunity out there. But what I'd like you to do is, if you do come back, we want to hear about it. We want to hear about your experience when you come back. So we heard about, and it's, it is inspiring to hear somebody that's passionate about what they do, that pours everything they have into what they do. Um, and especially from a little last town like Winstead, you know? Like, it doesn't matter where you're from. All that really matters is what is the end result? What are you producing, right? As a producer, what is the end result? What are you putting out there? So if you got good stuff, and if you're willing to put in the work, then the opportunities are limitless. It's just about, you know, you actually have to get the proper opportunity. This seems like this could be the one. But we want you to come back on the podcast post LA. So maybe that'll be on a Zoom. We, we don't know, you know? <laughs> I, I, maybe we have to Zoom you because you'll be living in LA. But regardless of whatever that, whatever that is, we want to hear about what that month was and maybe more, you know? So even if it wasn't everything that you thought it was gonna be, whatever it is, and that's what we always have to realize, sometimes opportunity will present itself in ways that we don't always realize, right? So all you can do is show up and find out what's gonna come next. So I'm excited for you, man, and you've inspired me tonight. And like I said, I know less than nothing about how to produce a beat, how to do any of this, but it's inspiring to see somebody at your age, or at any age really, but at a young age that's already focused in and is really just on it as far as their passion. So I wish you the best of luck. Thank you. Um, not that you need it, because it seems like you got all the talent, now you just gotta go put it to work and uh, take advantage of the opportunities you have. Right. So thanks for coming on today, man. Yeah, it was a pleasure, thank you guys. Yeah, yeah. thank you. So remember y'all, be under par, and we'll catch you next time.